Hey, Camel Spider, it's so, so nice to be with you today in the spirit of building lefty unity, uh, power, and strength. I've invited you, and in that same spirit, I thank you for being with me, for being willing to share your story, and uh, we'll talk about some life tips and tricks, some life hacks down the road, and of course, we got the leftist inquisition. Uh, we can go ahead and uh, sort of chat about... Uh, uh, you know, uh, where you are and where people can find you and what you do. Okay. Um, so I do mostly 3d modeling and just kind of yeah. shit posting online. <laughs> I, uh, and this is Bo who apparently needs to say hi. Oh, hi Bo. What a good popo. Hi Bo. What a sweetie. That's sweet. How old is Bo? Okay. What is sweet? Uh, Bo uh, uh, is, is, is he a lab? Yeah. He is a lab pet. A lab so. pet. So sweet. Mm -hmm. yeah. Demanding a chocolate puppo. Mm -hmm. Always needs your attention, okay. huh? Oh, yeah. A beefy boy. Yeah. yeah, I've had him for almost a year now. Uh huh. So he's still kind of getting used to me, and I'm still kind of getting used to him, you know? Oh, well, that is so sweet. Um, where can folks find you on the social media? Looks like we have a Twitter link there for you, Camel Spider within a three. In the yeah, slot. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's All mostly right. uh, just because I don't stream that much. That's kind of the best place to see any of the work that I'm doing. Because uh, usually, if I if I make something, I post it on Twitter. You're pretty fucking good at streaming for not streaming a lot. Like, look at you. Well done. Yeah, that's. Well, I th I think I'm good at like setting up it but okay. as far as i don't know being entertaining for you know a couple hours at a time i don't know about that yeah it really sucks it sucks i don't like it at all no i i seem to enjoy it um camel spider how do we know each other how how did we find you uh how did you find me um because i at some point you must have popped in my chat and we've been friends ever since yeah i uh well last year when all of the uh you know, when the George, George Floyd uprising happened, yeah. I uh, wanted to try to watch what was going on with it because I have friends that live in Minneapolis mm -hmm. and some of them got involved in the protest, but they kind of went to ground. They didn't want to be on social media or texting much because, you know, they're out there. So they left their phones at home and yeah. kind of weren't really talking to people at that point in time. Oh. So it's like just kind of this worry for my friends that you know, live and work in Minneapolis that mm -hmm. I started trying to find stuff and I found RAR on Twitch, which was the uh, Radical Anarchist War Room. It was oh, like nice. this uh, rotating stream that they were covering uh, coverage of the uh, the protests. Mm -hmm. And it just kept on going to different, uh, different streamers every time that one would end. And that eventually wound up with Lucid Fox and yeah. eventually just... Uh, my recommended on Twitch showed me left flank vets yep. and they got me to you. There's that pipeline again. I love uh, yeah. it. Well, that's fascinating. And I'm, I'm always a little bit fascinated about uh, how people find each other. So this brings us to uh, sort of like what's grinding your gears. Uh, we have a little bit of time here to chat about anything topical or uh, be it in the news or something that's just on your mind, a special uh, a pet uh, a topic of yours, anything, anything you want to chat about? We got some time here. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess just kind of was planning on talking about just some 
backstory was kind of the All notes right. that I'd written of things to talk about. That's perfect. Of, uh, that just, you know, what got me to the left, I guess. Let's do that. Let's dig uh, in, huh? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I grew up in a super tiny town and, you know, like less than a thousand people mm-hmm. and kind of place that they're anarchists that don't realize they're anarchists, oh. you know, they wear MAGA hats, but think that they're, you know, because it was, it was always about mutual aid. It was always about building exterior power structures and not realizing it. It was the government's bad and they're here to, you know, steal your money. So when my family, you know, was too poor to afford food, we would uh, wind up going to uh, things like meat raffles and we'd always win. And I was like, oh, you know, it's so weird. I don't know why your family keeps on winning, but, you know, here's a pot roast. And it was that kind of stuff of that. Like, I, I wish that I could talk to the people that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you guys are leftists and you don't even realize it. Because if you go far enough left, you get your guns back. Hey, <laughs> I love that camel spider. Um, so, yeah, like I, yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's just like that, that tiny town that, you know, Democrat was, a, was considered a swear word. You know, it was yeah. everything was right. And I, uh, when I was barely even a teenager, my town was destroyed by a tornado. Really? It just oh wiped gosh. off the map. Jeez, and, I'm so I mean, sorry to hear that. Like, this must be absolutely yeah. terrifying. Oh, yeah. And it was the oh. thing that, like, you come to realize that the insurance companies aren't looking out for you. You know, mm-hmm. they, uh, my neighbors, uh, uh, right behind my house was an old softball field. And one of the uh, light fixtures from that softball field were torn off and went through the front of my neighbor's garage. And insurance companies said that that was straight line winds. And it's like, that's impossible. That was, that was a tornado. There was evidence. It was like, apparently it was a tornadic supercell, which I guess is some sort of really rare thing that doesn't happen. It was an F4 tornado with two F3 tornadoes circling around it. Oh my gosh. And apparently that's like once in a thousand years kind of storm. So we're probably going to see more like every year going forward with climate change. But it was just this, you know, Super rare storm that was on the ground for 70 miles and yeah. just devastated the town and a lot of the farmland around it and other towns. And there was a, because uh, uh, I grew up in a farming community, there was this massive anhydrous ammonia tank that, you know, it's used for fertilizer. Ammonia. But it's also explosive. Yeah, anhydrous ammonia. Okay. okay. You know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's used for fertilizer. Now farmers spray it into their fields, into the dirt, but it's highly explosive and highly toxic. You know, if you breathe it in, you will die, you know, especially in the concentrate that it was in that tank. And it was, you know, the tornado destroyed that. So the entire town was covered in this explosive deadly gas. And the National Guard came in and they didn't care. They went door to door, started escorting people, started digging people out of rubble. And that left like this mark on me of like, oh, I need to, I want to help people like that. And it was also, I wanted to get out of my bigoted tiny town anyway. Yeah. And so it was like this, well, I should try to uh, pay that forward. So I enlisted in the National Guard. Oh, another left flank vet, huh? Yeah. Uh, Jeep state, beep, beep, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) that's how I wound up in the Jeep state. Oh, beautiful. Was that? 
And it was, I was at that point in time, I still wasn't really a leftist. I didn't know what, you know, that far left was, Yeah. but uh, I wanted to help people. And I thought that I could potentially help people that way. Hmm. And then found out afterwards, after I enlisted was that, oh, well, we only sent in the national guard for that instance, because it was such a massive disaster. But we found out since that if we get people to volunteer to help out with things like this, we don't have to pay the national guard to do it. And for like over a decade, I tried to <laughs> cling on to that idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the, the National Guard. That's that's what the propaganda is for. Is they're supposed to defend the nation. You know, all of the videos you see of, you know, guys in helicopters jumping out, saving people from floods. And my state decided we're not going to do that anymore. What the fuck? It is? was also way more effective that the federal government will pay the National Guard a shit ton of money. To send them over and do imperialism, hmm. so I got to do that instead. And, and, and again, the National Guard is like the uh, is like each state's army, right? It's it's, it's led yeah, by that yeah, state's to, governor. Yeah, yeah it's okay. like one step down from reservists. We're supposed to just be the guys that are here in case Canada invades. You know, hmm. that was always the joke type of thing. <laughs> that you're supposed to <laughs> so, stand here in case totally moves come over the border. Less. You know. They're never going to do it. We, we, we wouldn't, we don't need it. They're never going to do it. If that's no, its only no, purpose, it, which is yeah, not, of and course, it was, of course. Uh, yeah, and it was supposed to be disaster relief, which was the propaganda that I was, I saw Damn. firsthand. And I thought that was everything. I thought that was all that they really did. You know, you, you go and you drink one weekend a month and you know, you spend two weeks getting completely hammered out in the woods. <laughs> that was kind of my understanding of the national guard. Oh, and that's what it, was a lot until you know the war on terror stuff started i see wait and so, then, and then, wait and then yeah. what yeah yeah you know and then it's like basically they uh i don't know if the federal government changed law or policy yeah. to start really amping up national guard deployments uh-huh. but they basically made it the uh they made it really cost effective for states to basically sell their soldiers to be uh, kind of mercenaries for the national government. What the so they, uh, yeah. Um, my unit was deployed four times in the 11 years that I was in. And it was, uh, you know, I managed to duck out of most of them. First one, I wasn't, hadn't completed training yet, so I didn't go. But that was just like this weird kind of scam to send guys over to Europe for nine months so that the guys in Europe could be sent to Iraq wow. for part of that uh, like initial surge into Iraq. Oh, so wow. yeah, there must my be guys countless stories like this that I've you know like we've never heard. Like you just don't hear about these little stories. Oh yeah, and sorry, nobody sorry talks to minimize about your it. life as a little story. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's just one story out of 330 million people, but yeah. And that was up, the yeah. type of thing that we saw, but you don't really talk about it, especially with, you know, it, on the leftist side, it's always, yeah. people usually aren't more for veterans because they don't know veterans that well. Mm-hmm. These veterans either when they see imperialism, they either, you know, like me, they become a leftist or they double down and they go completely mm-hmm. into shut of like, I had to do these terrible things. It had to be for something good, you know definitely trump is daddy and i must do everything he says because mm-hmm. i did terrible things and i can't acknowledge that the terrible things that are bad were for bad reasons mm. so so yeah um 
like that that first uh, deployment that I was on, uh, my unit was um, apparently like I think federal regulations was that a National Guard unit can't be deployed longer than two years for national duty. Yeah. You know, like for state duty, it can be as long as possible, as long as the state has budget for it. But national hmm. duty is basically being rented out for two years to the federal government. And so they were gone for nine months. They came back. We were home, you know, they were home for like a year. And then they're like, oh, hey, you guys got to go to imperialism in Iraq now. And it's like, why? Why do I got to go to Iraq? I want to help people with tornadoes. But they're right. like, no, no, this is what this is what the government needs you for. You got to go there and you got to go save people. I don't know why our freedom's over in the Middle East, but okay. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. not go to prison. Right, but, as uh, in as in not go, and they put you in prison oh, for yeah. dropping out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, oh, yeah, and they were very much into or... the. Uh, they were very much into fear mongering of if you don't do this, you will go to prison. God damn, dude! Uh, and, just straight up strong arming, huh? Oh yeah. What the fuck? And, uh, yeah, it's, and I think I've you know, come to realize that you know, I could have probably just said no, and I just would have no, been thrown out. No. I'm so sorry. But, you know, yeah, like you feed into the lie. And you also, I, I thought that maybe I could do things good over there. And at least I don't want to kill people. So if I'm over there, I'm not going to kill people. So at least it's one less person doing it. Better you than someone else. Yeah, is what I convinced myself that that was the, the smart thing. But, um, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, because they had this... Uh, nine month thing and we were gone for that long um they had to actually sign what's called a cotetad which i have no idea what that acronym stands for sure. but it was essentially because it was violating that um two year long um enlistment because we were going to be gone for a year and a half oh. and since they couldn't be you know rented out for two years they were going to have to pay them an additional thousand dollars a month to do that for that extra couple of months for that full 24 months of deployment yeah. or whatever. I'm kind of getting mixed up on my words, but uh, so yeah, basically because they'd done nine months in Europe and they were going for another 18 months for every month, getting up to that two year. Um, once they went over that two year total, they were going to get paid an extra thousand dollars a month. So when we were, so, like, a lot of guys were like, oh, my God, I could definitely use that money in addition to, mm. you know, the rest of the hazardous duty pay and all that. So, guys were excited about it. They signed up for it, thought they'd go over there and bring freedom to Iraq. And we wound up with um, having our tour of duty extended by six months because the surge happened. Because, oh. obviously, you know, going to a country that doesn't want you there and trying to force them to do what they don't want to do it, it wasn't working you know the iraqis weren't happy about us being there mm. so yeah all of the imperialism we were doing they were pushing back against but they extended our tour of duty so that they could instead of our replacements could go to baghdad to try and murder more people oh. to try and keep us in there longer oh my god you know to try and bring iraq to its knees mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, all of those guys, um, and then government looked at it and it's like, oh, my God, instead of having to pay a thousand soldiers an extra $3,000 a month, we're going to have to pay them for this extra six months now, too. 
and looked at the money of the millions that we're going to have to spend. And they just said, oh, you know, that contract you signed, we're just not going to honor it. Mm. We're just not going to pay you that. What? So, well, so yeah, while I was overseas, a lot of guys kind of got pushed into that leftist pipeline of <laughs> what the hell? I was told <laughs> that George Shit. Bush was the greatest man that ever lived. And that we're over here doing democracy to everyone, yeah. and they're going to pay us money to do good things, and now they're not going to pay us money, and we're not doing good things, and we keep on seeing people die. This place sucks. So it kind of, I think a lot of things kind of backfired for them, realizing that it's like, oh, you know, and I never really realized that before because I thought there was a contract, you know, that I signed a contract that said that if I violated that contract, I'd go to prison. Hmm. And then just the government was like, oh, yeah, we're just not going to honor that contract anymore. Funny story. No accountability. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. there's no, there's no opposite side of that if they don't hold up their contract. Yeah. Um, sounds, sounds fucking terrible. And I'm yeah. so sorry you had to go through that. Yeah. And I don't know. It's like as much as I hated everything of it, it was just this huge eye-opener for me that I don't know if I would have ever seen it lit growing up in a tiny cornfield. You know, so, so it's like as much as like, I would never wish that on anyone else, not my worst enemies. I would never wish somebody to go through that. But it did help me to understand how this world works, how the U.S. operates. And I didn't really know what to do with that when I came home. So I, you know, took advantage of you know, the stuff that, you know, what the military was giving me to go to college and, you know, try and still figure out what the American dream was. You know, I still found up with times of, uh, I, I, work, I got my graphic design degree, you know, courtesy Uncle Sam. Oh, good. And now I, yeah. And that's yeah. kind of the part that I really love is that I used all those tools that the government gave me okay. to make shitty memes online about leftism. Um, no, we love it. We love your face. Thank you again for joining us. Thanks for sharing that. It seems, um, how can I distill that? Um, just really quickly nutshell, uh, your experience in the military, your experience, uh, seeing how they're willing to exploit soldiers to do imperialism across the world and, 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 and honestly lie to their fucking soldiers, uh, that, oh, that yeah. they're gonna, uh, uh, you know, help them out. I, I, just to be clear, there was a, a promise of like an extra thousand dollars a month, and they just, they just, they just uh, uh, jump, they just uh, jump ship on that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Fucked. It wound up being uh, there was a huge lawsuit that was in wow. it, and I mean, obviously, that didn't wind up in the news because they didn't want to talk about it. But yeah, a lot of the those thousand soldiers that were just out that money wound yeah. up, um, and wound up suing the government the government you know had to decide you, know, you can't just sue the government you can't just get a lawyer and sue uncle sam the government has to agree to be sued oh my gosh and that doesn't seem so right like, there's something wrong about that <laughs> yeah that's that's kind of how our stuff works oh gosh but, uh, so uh because that people were so angry that we had a scheduled deployment to afghanistan like a year and a half after we came home that they wound up canceling because they were worried about the National Guard rioting. Wow. And it was like, yeah, and like my state was just like, 
yeah, just just give that to somebody else. Give that to another state. We're not sending our troops. Oh my! And gosh. yeah, and it was like uh, in the end, they wound up getting paid. I think it was two hundred fifty dollars a month oh. instead of a thousand dollars. So they which, got a I mean, deal. Instead of yeah. nothing, but it was yeah. You basically just had to cut a deal of like you get two hundred fifty dollars a month extra, or you get nothing. And. Yeah, it was that kind of thing that just it, it's all these little pieces that don't wind up in the news that nobody hears about that you just kind of have to, you know, try to like pass on to everyone like this is actually what's happening. This is actually, you know, the only thing that the government wants from the National Guard right now is to be either like with all the protests that have been going on this last year is that we augment the cops, which... Mm. That that wasn't what I went to training for. That mm -hmm. wasn't my idea was to oppress the American people. Mm -hmm. I thought it was supposed to help them. Or, yeah. you know, or they send us overseas to do imperialism. Whoops. I, uh, I hit the wrong button. I made myself invisible. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it is disheartening to to see like the National Guard come in as backup for our cops who are beating the protesters who are protesting violent cops it's like hold on a second how did y'all fuck this up so fucking bad it's a warning sign this is a this is, mm -hmm. this is a little scary territory we're in here yeah yeah, yeah it's and i'm i'm glad that i'm out because mm -hmm. i definitely would have had to go on a wall it's like i i don't know if i would have had the strength to do it but i definitely would have wanted to you know i'm kind of I don't know what if I would say if, you know, like how brave I would have been if I was still in and they wanted me to, you know, go to Minneapolis or go to Kenosha or go to any of these other places that, you know, people are just like angry and in the streets and saying, hey, stop killing us. I wouldn't be able to go oppress that. Well, Camel Spider, now that we've chatted uh, a bit about current projects that you're working on, uh, and if you wanted to talk more in depth about uh, your graphic uh, graphic design work and your 3D work that you do, you can feel free to do so now, I guess. Uh, yeah. So I've been, uh, you know, using my graphic design skills for a couple of years now. Um, I was never able to get much money out of it. Like mm -hmm. when I graduated from college. I got a job doing graphic design work that paid $8 an hour. Oh boy. Yep. And yeah. So it's like, I did that for a couple of years just to eat, mm -hmm. but eventually it was like, I need to do something else, you know, to actually get paid. So I worked other jobs and just kind of like, that was always on the back burner of things that I did when I had free time. Um, and now that I've been, it's like, I had to leave my job just before the pandemic um, and I've been kind of living off my, uh, veteran disability, okay. which is another great, uh, flowing endorsement for a UBI, you know, yeah. it's like I would, I mean, it's like a, a UBI for everyone. They're going to eventually raise rates and it's just going to be a wash, but mm. God, it would be nice if people didn't have to worry about rent or food. And it's like, I'm basically breaking even every month, but I've been able to survive for the last year yeah. and I wish everybody could have that same thing. Oh, honey, I love you. I'm so sorry. You're going through this fucking bullshit. Love your face. And love your smile. I don't, 
And, and I don't mean that like, oh, poor me or anything. Yeah. I don't mean it to be to, to get sympathy for it. Just kind of, you know, telling how things are yeah. for my life. But uh, oh. if I didn't have the the VA, I don't know if I'd have a house, you know, and I'd just be like one of the other 29 million people in this country. Mm-hmm. But like because I have that, I'm able to, you know, spend time hanging out with you. I don't have to worry about getting a job right now until I get my vaccination. Yeah. And I can spend time with left link vets because they always wind up asking for a meme of some sort. And it mm-hmm. inspires me to make something stupid. <laughs> so, you know, I spend some time on Photoshop and I slap it up there and, you know, I get 10 likes, but it's fun to do. Uh, well, that's fun. That's fun. So now that we've chatted a bit about what you're doing and, and uh, your leftward bound journey. Now's our chance to reflect on that, uh, distill them in into perhaps some life uh, tips for uh, our younger comrades, uh, life hacks. What uh, what what would you share with someone? Uh, I guess very generally, uh, 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 given the opportunity, what do you, what could you, can we share today? Um. Don't join the army kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, if I could, uh, if I could convince people not to enlist and I understand that, I mean, for me, I didn't have a lot of money and it was kind of my only way to get out of the tiny bigoted town that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. But definitely if I could convince people that, that, you know, not to go the route that I did, that would be great because we definitely, we don't need more, oppressors you know we don't need more class traders because i'm definitely never going to be a capitalist i'm never going to be on the business class side of things i'm always going to be a serf and i think if people can understand that and it's like we're all so brain poisoned that we're all temporarily embarrassed billionaires we all Mm. think that well if i just work hard enough eventually i'll be jeff bezos Mm. no but if if I could convince people that no, you're actually not going to be, and you need to stand with leftist unity, you need to stand with the other serfs. Mm-hmm. Um, then, yeah, I, I would say that uh, my projects are worth it, and you know whatever stupid decisions I've made and whatever pain I've gone through, if I could uh, affect that, that would be worth it. Yeah, I think uh, an understanding of power. Uh, uh, helps. And that's where the leftism comes in. I I believe, uh, uh, understanding that, you know, you go into the armed forces and you don't choose what to do. Other people are telling you what to do the entire fucking time. And you better best understand who those people are and what their interests are. Um, if I, I don't know, maybe I can inject that. I'm, I'm thinking of, Honestly, uh, some extended what I would call family members who are uh, joining the military, and I think are lacking that that uh, analysis. And and it's only a matter of time before either they go left or they double down on the chud. Right? And I'm just why wonder. Yeah. Hopefully they go left. But hopefully I'm they're Florida man, so who knows, right? Uh, Camel spider, uh, beautiful stuff so far. That's a beautiful. Uh, piece of advice uh, that I'm um, looking forward to sharing in the future uh, with with uh, 
with our replay viewers. Um, this gets us now to the leftist inquisition. It's the questionnaire. We'll go ahead and uh, start off a little lighthearted and we'll get more introspective as we go. Our first question uh, in the, in the inquisition, uh, camel spider, do you have a favorite word? Uh, I think right now my favorite word is gruntled. G like, gruntled? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> I don't think it's technically a real word, but <laughs> it's the opposite of disgruntled. And that's yeah. always just kind of amused me. That's yeah, because disgruntled is obviously, you know, you're unhappy with things. You're a disgruntled yeah. employee or you know, yeah. you're upset with the way things are. But gruntled would mean that you're very happy, that you're pleasant, yeah. that you're enjoying things, but it doesn't sound like it. It doesn't, you know, it's kind of feels like a very Germanic word of that, like it would be something guttural that you would say and but uh, yeah and i i really like the word gruntled because it's not a real word and it's nope. completely you know it doesn't feel like how it should mean oh, das ist sehr gut ich bin gruntled für dich uh, oh my gosh Jawohl. um how about a least favorite word um i was thinking about that when i was watching yeah. some of your other interviews and I think that, uh, so this is kind of weird, but in your head, when you have your inner monologue, um, you know, it's like not everybody actually has like full dialogue in their head. Sometimes it's like, you know, images and emotions and colors kind of thing. But for the people that do have an inner monologue, that's actual mm -hmm. words strung into sentence into paragraphs. Usually with those people, your uh, vocal cords are actually vibrating while you're thinking. Wow. And people huh? usually aren't always aware of it until you point it out. And some people it isn't. Like maybe for you it's not. For me it is. But anytime that I'm thinking in my head and I think the word she, hmm. it always, because it's just your vocal cords vibrating and not um, air going over your teeth, you're not getting the S. So it's always he. Oh. And that always messes with my head and I hate it. Because anytime in my inner dialogue, I'm thinking of the word she, I'm hearing my vocal cords say he, and the disconnect drives me crazy. Oh, wow. So, like, I, I know it's kind of weird, but that's a peek into my brain of yeah. the weird shit that I think and worry about. <laughs> that is fascinating. Thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah. I'll have to, like like plant that seed and like, just think about that. Let that roll around in my head for a while. That is fascinating. Never thought about that. Okay. Camel spider. Do you have like a favorite drug or vice or guilty pleasure and, or you can name one or all or as many as you like. Um, good doggo. Sweet puppo. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's the, mailman's here or if yeah. i have a lot of deer that live right outside of my house oh. yeah and my neighbors have been feeding them all week uh, all oh. winter so okay. i don't know if it's by. the deer coming down to eat or what it's next time yeah uh but no uh, as far as uh guilty pleasure um i like reading a lot of really bad fan art yeah like especially uh um, there's a, uh, a website called Watley Academy okay. that it is, it's, it's a storyline that's based around, it's kind of like a Hogwarts meets Xavier school for the gifted meets HP Lovecraft. 
And um, it's a lot of uh, trans authors that okay. write for it. And it's like every single story is just full of Mary Sue's um, that the, the character is way too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There it is. I did it. Uh, yeah. The, the characters are always way too strong that it's always this person's headcanon of who they wish they were growing up. Yeah. And I love it because it's, it's not high quality. I mean, some of them are really good, but you're always going to find typos. You're always going to find just this raw stream of consciousness. And it's really beautiful for that. That, you know, these superheroes and these kids that wind up in this special school because they find out that they're special. And, you know, ones of being trans kids that wind up actually becoming the body that they always felt that they were. And so, like, you get to, like, look into these stories of, you know, uh, you because know, I, I feel it more of the author than the actual characters that you're reading, because you can really see what this author wanted. And I don't know. I just like that, even though it's weird. We, uh, we don't kink shame here. Uh, we love <laughs> it all. Everyone, everyone does them, and that's the beauty. All right, uh, Camel Spider, thinking about uh, sounds or noises, one that you love. Um, you know, I was thinking about that, and mm. I don't know if there's a lot of sounds or things that I really love or respond to, or like, oh my God, I can't wait to hear that sound. Mm. Um, I sometimes wonder if I might have autism because I get really overstimulated with some things and like especially like i was thinking about it prior to this interview and i was just because i don't really interact with people a lot i mean this is the most especially in the last year that i interact with other oh. humans well this is so nice but, i love uh, being with you oh yeah i mean and i i like having to con i like having the control of it anyway of through the internet like i oh, can yeah. you know i don't have to worry about all those social norms of like, am I standing too close to a person or, mm. you know, and, and this is like, you know, a couple hours at a time and I can step away from it. And usually I'm just words on a keyboard, you know, just words on the screen. Mm. So even then it's like, I just stop typing. I cease to exist as far as you can, as far as <laughs> you know, you know, and so, that was always kind of comforting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I usually get like really overstimulated with a lot of music. I kind of have to be in that right headspace for it. Mm -hmm. So it's like I got really kind of stressed out trying to think of that answer for that. Oh my gosh. Not like super, but it's just like yeah. kind of around with like, how would I answer that? How would I answer that? How would I answer that? Why are you saying it too much? Stop talking to yourself. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> <laughs> that is not your problem. Should we no, skip the next one? A, a least favorite sound? Uh, a sound or noise you uh, hate? Yeah, because that is all of the sounds, depending on yep. what my brain is doing. There you go. Then camel spider. Uh, how about how about reincarnation? If uh, if you came back as a, a plant or another animal, what would it be? You know, um, dog would be nice. Yeah, you got to have dog somebody go. else. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's my good little protector. Oh. But, uh, yeah, I also kind of think that uh, maybe one life is enough, you know? Mm. I think that yeah. uh, there's enough. Fine. It's like, I, I know that as far as uh, human existence is concerned, it's minuscule compared to the rest of the universe. Yeah. 
Mm. But uh, 90 years seems kind of like a long time for a consciousness. It's like a lot. That's a good mm-hmm. point. That's an acceptable answer. All right. <laughs> then how about... Don't um, say that. That, act- that activates my, uh, you know, like need for validation of like, oh, God, teacher said the right thing. Um, teacher liked my answer. <laughs> I, 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 I won't say that again. <laughs> um, just know that I love you. Uh, okay, so this is the next question, which is uh, the God question. Okay, let's say one day you, you actually find out like, oh, wow, heaven and God exist. What would you like to hear them say uh, as you arrive at your version of the pearly gates, like at the end of your life? Like you still got time. Um, I'm sorry would be nice. That would be nice, right? It's the least they could say. Because, uh, yeah, you know, it kind of feels like an all-knowing, all-seeing deity. Why the hell did you make this? It's mm. like, I mean, I guess maybe, you know, like the the Catholic religion or Christian religion of if you do good works here, you have a like, better slot in heaven and some sort of tiered system. But it's like I would, uh, I would definitely like an explanation of... You know, like if you're the all-knowing, all-seeing God, why did you make this universe? That seems kind of sadistic. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't mean to like, I don't mean to bash on anyone else's religion or anything. Or it's like if if you get comfort for that, that is amazing, and I love you for that. I love that people have a feeling that is really works for them of this, you know, mystical connection. But that's not me. Thank you for sharing that as well. Thanks for. Shoehorning that in there—that's important, absolutely. Um, like I'm an atheist, but my partner is like a longtime Christian, and we just—we just don't give a shit. <laughs> it's not important. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the next question has to do with uh, a leftist hero. Uh, for me, like I've never like really read leftists, but I've still found leftism, and I still have some heroes. Uh, uh, but I wonder who's a leftist hero, dead or alive, that you'd like to meet. I am also really, I'm also really terrible at theory. It's really dry and dense and yeah, but uh, a living leftist that I would love to meet would be Kimberly Jones. Kimberly Jones. Can you uh, teach me about Kimberly Jones? Kimberly Jones is the one that did the interview uh, immediately after George Floyd's death, talking about um, playing Monopoly, but you know, of all the terrible things that have happened to, black people over the years and uh her her interview just her rant her whatever you want to call that was just beautiful impactful and yeah i would love to meet her and chat with her yeah for uh the dead leftist definitely rosa luxembourg okay i don't know a lot about her but she seems like you know a really cool activist from back in the day Rosa Luxemburg, Kimberly Jones, leftist heroes. Well, let's say you yeah. did have the chance uh, to meet them, uh, one or either or both. Um, I don't know. Let's say you had a chance to tell them what you've told me today and maybe more about your life. What, what do you think they would say about you and your life up till now? Uh-huh. I would hope that they would <laughs> hope that they say that I'm doing enough. You know, yeah. it's kind of hard to get out and organize. It's kind of hard to mm-hmm. do things. Um, I mean, where I'm living at right now, it's still kind of a smaller town, but it's more progressive than where I grew up. 
So it's a, uh, or at least, I mean, especially with Kimberly Jones, like, oh, where do I go? You know, like, would, you know, if, uh, help me out with uh, organizing or something, you know, something that I could do while still being disabled and having issues, you know, leaving the house. It's kind of hard to do that when you get overstimulated and worry about everything. And then reflecting now on, you know, the time that we have left in our lives, we have the, the, the chance uh, and the ability to set more goals and achieve more and more things let's say uh you had you had some time to do those things and at the end of your life you had this uh, another opportunity to talk with uh kimberly jones or rosa luxembourg what would you like for them to be able to say about you at at the end of your life that'll do pig that'll do pig (laughs) <laughs> I know that I'm stealing it from uh, yesterday's interview, but uh, I love it. Yeah, no, I I hope that I uh, hope that I've done something good. You know, um, that's beautiful. I thank you so much. We've invited you here, uh, Camel Spider, uh, to chat about your experiences in your life, and and uh, thank you so much for doing that. This is the end of my portion of the leftist inquisition, but. Not the end. You can go ahead and this is your chance to ask me any questions that you have for me. If there's anyone in chat that has a question uh, for Camel Spider, we can do that too. And you can feel free to ignore any question you don't want to answer and answer anything that you are willing to answer. So chat, this is your time. Okay. And also Camel Spider, your time to ask me anything on your mind. I don't want it to be entirely one side. Um, yeah. Well, no. Um, I hope that I wasn't too uh, too black pilled, too doomer pilled, or any of that. No. Uh, I Sometimes I feel like, uh, especially if I'm talking about myself, I really I have a bad habit of focusing on a lot of the bad, and like I kind of I think you know I've been in therapy a lot, so it's that would be another thing to bring back what uh, Dick Warlock was saying. Yeah. It was it's like therapists are great, help me really, you know, tear into who I am, and you know, really try and get in touch with like how that works, you know, uh, or whatever. But I, I do also worry about, cause I think sometimes I, uh, am more on the poor me, poor me kind of thing. And I don't, oh don't like that, <laughs> but I um, also, my brain's always overworking too. For what it's worth. I've loved having you here today. I wouldn't change anything about what you've done. Uh, I, I and, and honestly, I'm looking forward to, to having you back. Uh, now that we've had a chance to learn about you and, uh, get to know you, introduce you to my audience, and uh, here, and it'll be on the YouTube uh, replay as well. Now that we've done this, now we can start start digging into the good stuff, huh? Now we can, yeah. uh, um, you know, feel free to like think of uh, some topics or anything that you'd like to continue to return back to uh, next time you visit. Otherwise, we can just shoot the shit and uh, and and continue to uh, do the Lord's work. I really have appreciated it chatting with you again we're trying to build leftist unity power and strength uh and in that spirit uh, i want to thank you for joining me today and and sharing your story sharing your life hacks and uh and just you know all the wisdom that i was able to squeeze out of you thank you very much for your time and for being you i love your face i love you just the way you are and uh we'll be looking forward to chatting again soon okay all right thanks for having me on Thank you, Camel Spider. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Love your face. Yeah, love your face.
Oh, I broke it. Oh, it's always breaking. What can you do? <laughs> Bye-bye. Hey, YouTube, you're watching a clip from my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Simpson, where you can follow for free and subscribe for only $5 a month. Thanks for watching.